media. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Wednesday. Uh, hope everyone had a wonderful Valentine's Day and a great President's Day uh, if you're in the U.S. Uh, but welcome to Talking Through the Media's, your home for entertainment news and reviews by fans for fans. Remember to like this video and subscribe. Uh, you can support us by becoming a member. You can sponsor us on Patreon to get access to all those exclusives, a little exclusives. I'll learn how to say it. A little uh, talking through the medias after dark. Uh, make sure you share those thoughts because we want to hear them. I'm Amy Newman. Joining me today is Chris Fagan. Oh, happy Ash Wednesday, if that's your jam. Happy happy Ash Wednesday, if that's your jam. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know if I that's, know I don't think that's. You to hide your little, uh, your little cross. For yeah, I I, I yeah, I I think that's what that's a, a Catholic religion, but no, never. That's not. I'm a I'm Baptist. So I was raised Baptist, so I've yeah. never I've never had to do that. So, but I mean, oh, that's a that's a way to start. Happy, happy <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, blessings to you all. Bless yes, blessed be on this glorious <laughs> week. Welcome to our Catholic talk show. Exactly. So. <laughs> Uh, he is risen, so that's exciting. For, uh, for all of our uh, Catholic fans uh, yeah, out there. So, yeah, uh, happy Ash Wednesday. But, yeah, this is uh, Talking Through the Medias. We're going to go. We're, you know what it is, guys. So prepare yourself for a great entertainment news uh, weekly brief that we do. And our do, favorite Bible verses. Uh, on, the, on, the week, on the weekly? John 315. Is that one? You're, we're still, well, I'm, I'm trying to reel it back from <laughs> You guys know oh, what I have we, absolutely what zero knowledge of do here, but I've decided to go hard. Ash Wednesday. Well, we're going to go through three topics. Uh, just like Jesus went hard for me, Chris. There's, I just went what? Jesus went hard on that cross for me. You know what I mean? Like, no, <laughs> no excuses. No. You can edit this out later. I I'll won't, I'll, I won't yeah, be able to. I'll try. Maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I will. Well, guys, uh, thank you guys for, for joining us again for another episode of Talking Through the Medias. We're going to go over uh, this week's uh, topics and uh, discuss them. You know, it's, it's uh, what is it, hump day? It's Wednesday. You know you know what it is. You know what we do here. And uh, so hit that like and subscribe button. Let us know that you guys are out there. Send us uh, questions that you want us to talk about, as always, so we can talk about it. So, but if you can't catch us on YouTube, you know you can always, you know, piggyback and double back on the, uh, is that a busy piggyback or is it double back on our podcast and check us out there if you want to listen to us on uh, iTunes or on SoundCloud. You can submit a question, a topic that you want us to talk about by putting it in the box. Go to t3medias.com slash contacts, or you can uh, hit us up on our social medias on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at t3medias. Also, uh, you can interrupt us during the live stream here with a super chat or uh, t3medias slash tips on streamlabs.com. Think about becoming a sponsor, you know, donate to us on Patreon, and we will very much appreciate that. So, without further ado, like I said, we have three topics that we're going to talk about today, and there's my graphic, Amy. <laughs> what is the first topic that we have today? Uh, well, I know you have some quick, maybe not a topic. You have thoughts on the Mortal Kombat posters, and I'm granting oh, you yeah. a. I, you know what? I mentioned that myself, and I but... forgot. Damn it! Thank you. See, this is this is why this is why I love Amy so much. She's like Chris. You forgot something. Oh God! Sorry. 
I'm like, I, I, I'm gonna regret this, but go wild, my man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, it was, it was, it was just in the damn show notes, guys. Oh man, dude, before we, okay, this is why I wasn't committed to memory. Give me a minute of talking about. It was, it was, it <laughs> happened just a couple of hours ago. So before we uh, got started, uh, everything was already prepared for the three topics that we're gonna talk about. But uh, a couple hours ago, the Mortal Kombat movie just released the the rest of their posters, all their uh, artwork for their upcoming film. And I heard that they're going to release the trailer finally uh, for their movie because that movie is going to come out. Mortal Kombat, uh, uh, the 2021 new updated uh, reboot or whatever, uh, I guess they're restarting the whole franchise is coming out on thing on HBO Max in like a month. And they are they they haven't had a trailer out. It's like what is going on? To, I said on this show, I said that's a to me that's a bad sign. It's like it feels like you're hiding it. You're you're being very coy about what's going on with that with the show. But it's it seems like it's it's finally coming. So Mortal Kombat just released, and what is going on with my sound? I don't know if I'm even loud enough. I'm looking at the levels here. Mortal Kombat just released a couple of uh, images. I'm going to try to share them with you. But are is this even on your radar, Mortal <laughs> the Mortal Kombat game? Not even a little. I'm literally, I, full disclosure, I'm Googling right now. <laughs> it's not something that you've been, uh, that you've been like dying to see? I can't, can't say it is. Well, the uh, well, so Mortal Kombat, I, I was a huge Mortal Kombat uh, nut back in the day. I, I had all the games and I still play it to this day. And when I heard that they were coming out with a, a new movie, I was like, OK, that's OK. I, I just I feel like they can. I feel like it would have been better as a, a, a TV series. But that's just me. But I mean, they released these images and I'm about to share them with you guys right now. Uh, coming from Collider.com, uh, and yeah, they are on their on the Collider website. Sorry about that. Let me scroll down a little bit. Uh, these new images. So I know these characters might be like uh, you don't know uh, every one of them, but uh, Cole Young. Oh yeah, I Cole think that's, Young. Love I, that guy. I think that's supposed to, uh, to be Luke. Uh, is that supposed to be Luke, Luke Young? King? I can read the fonts. Small. Yeah. What's his name? Cole Young. Cole yeah. Young. Don't even uh, question how big of a a Cole a Coleo I am. Oh I'm yeah, Cole exactly. Head. I know. And Jax, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked up the actors that are playing each characters, but I mean, from I mean, from what they're showing us in these posters, I mean, it looks like it's they they're po they're, they're posed up to the look like this is going to be badass. I I've yet to see any footages of like any uh fights or any like fatalities what the game is known for, but on paper this looks pretty damn badass to me. I mean, I I mean it, they these guys look pretty cool, but I'm still I still haven't changed my mind. The fact that they it took this long for a trailer to even come out and they're kind of like slowly releasing like images i mean images should have came out these posters should have been released months ago in my opinion i feel like uh the first like that that sonic movie mm -hmm. made everyone real scared because they released they released the trailer and everyone hated it so much they were like to remake it and they had to like remake the entire main character yeah. of the movie and i feel like now movies are scared like you might be right about that because we don't want to have to do it again 
Well, and, and, we and, exactly. And they and it was one of the only times where they listened to the fans. They ch- made the change, and then and the it, movie it was really successful. Well for them. Yeah and, it, yeah, and it worked out. So now, this is another video game movie. It's like, we don't want to be in the same situation where we have to change everything, and then it doesn't work out for us. That was, that was lightning in the bottle. That could have been a disaster for Sonic. Luckily, it worked out for him. Oh, because- I, I assumed when they had to go back to the drawing board and redo Sonic yeah. entirely, I was like, there is no way this isn't going to be a mess. A failure, yeah. I thought it was going to be a failure. Awesome. I was impressed. But then it worked out and I love I love yep. that movie. So there it seems like Warner Brothers is like, we're not taking that risk. Let's just hide everything. <laughs> <then> not again. <laughs> you nerds had your way once. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna re, we're not gonna reshoot anything. So this yep. you get what you get. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie, some of these images, I mean, like I said, on paper, on these posters, it looks pretty dark. It looks pretty uh, scary. Like this one right here of Melina. I, I don't know this actress, but I know the character. I'm surprised they didn't have her open her mouth up uh, wider. She's like a, a this character is like a hybrid. Her her like the Joker. There's like slices on her face that extends past her lips, and her her razor sharp teeth. If she opens her mouth, like 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 the witches of uh, like, what's that movie with um that just came out on HBO Max? The witches movie. Did you see that? Oh, the doll. It's kind of, yeah. It's kind of like that. Like how the mouth opens up even wider than what this is showing us. This character here that looks pretty good. I mean, I like that. I mean. Like I said, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, these pictures, Raiden, Scorpion especially, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty badass. I'm still skeptical because of the fact... They don't have those weird sonic teeth, so I'm... Exactly. Exactly. Everything's... Two humans didn't like it. Glad they fixed it. On on paper, on the, just, yeah. if I was just going to judge it based on these posters, I would, I would tell you that this is going to be one of the best movies ever made, but... The fact that we haven't had a trailer and we're going to get a trailer tomorrow. Citizen Kane of whom? Of what? Oh, Citizen Kane whom? The best movie ever made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oscar, please. That's a bold stance, Chris. I mean, it's it's exactly. I feel like I I just I'm just nervous. I don't know what's going to happen with this movie. I just feel like. um, Oh, what's going on with my the the connection? I think it's going to. I think I'm buffering. Oh, I didn't know if that was just on my end. Let me see if that is. It's probably because uh, every nobody nobody uh, wants to to talk about the uh, the Mortal Kombat stuff. So it's probably it's it's probably. <laughs> anyway, there we go. I think it's okay. It's back. I'm sorry about Shutting that. Shutting you down, like all right, nerd it's, alert. It's like yeah, okay. No more of this Mortal Kombat. We all know it's going to be a disaster. Let's move on, Chris. All right. I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what was going on with Mortal Kombat and the fact that they just now released a poster. So share with you uh, us what you guys think. Uh, do you still think like I I do that that it's a bad sign that it's it's taking this long for us to get a trailer and these images so close to the release date on HBO Max. Uh, they obviously don't have confidence to try to push this in theaters like some other movies are still like Cruella the uh, Ville, which is something we're going to talk about uh, later on. It's still committed to their theatrical release. So share your thoughts with us below and uh, we'll probably talk about that on uh, We Got Your Mail. So let's get on to the main topics of the like I said, we have three topics uh, to, uh, for the uh, the week that we're going to talk about and uh, we're going to run them down right now. So, Amy, what do we have? Uh, Kelly Cuoco is celebrating a relationship milestone, but not without a few laughs. I feel like I'm on the Today Show or something. Uh, the flight attendant star took to her Instagram to celebrate her five-year anniversary 
with her husband, Carl Cook. There they are, cute couple. Happy five years to the weirdest person I know. She wrote alongside that black and white photo of them sharing some PDA with face coverings are on. Uh, she said, I don't remember a moment before you entered my life. What a boring life that must have been. I love you at Mr. Tank Cook. And while the message was super sweet, Kaylee's ex-boyfriend and the Big Bang Theory co-star Johnny Galecki appeared to take issue with the caption, given the time they spent together commenting, um... Also, in response, Kaylee took to her Instagram story to share a photo of her sending a text to the actor with an article about the comment. She wrote, LOL, to which John replied with a, ha. <laughs> and her husband said, hey, um, what's going on? Yeah, why are you guys, like, still talking? Like, what the hell? Like it's going on there. I, I mean, they, it, according to the story, they're still they're still good friends, even though they broke yeah, up. Yeah, well, I'm sure you work on a show together for that long, and you make that much money together, and <laughs> yeah, like because they they I don't, I'm not a, a Big Bang Theory fan per se, but uh, they, I believe they started dating like a couple years into the show run, and then broke up, but kind of stayed on good terms because they yeah. were still working so closely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, because you know the, the the show was so successful, it was just uh, according to her, it was just you know they they kind of crushed on each other at the very beginning. They tr they tried it out. I think like they lasted for like two years, and Big Bang Theory. I think it had what nine seasons, nine eight or nine seasons. So many. So so <laughs> I it's don't not know like, a single yeah. person who watches that show, but <laughs> so if it was going to be awkward after their breakup, I, I'm sure we'd have known about it by now. But according to them, I they're mean, still. Honestly, good friends so for what they were making i think i could make friends with any of my exes for yeah. what like a million yeah. dollars an episode i i don't think there's an ex i couldn't be like no we're great yeah love him but you, but you got to expect that when birthdays come around when holidays come around uh uh, Instagram messages like that are going to happen. Sorry, dude. It's like, I'm going to, yeah, the person that I'm I, I with know, currently. I know this is all very tongue in cheek, but like, I also, if, like, if my boyfriend posted something about like, you know, our anniversary or something, posted something about me and one of his exes, I feel so celebrity gossipy right now, but still like, really think about like, if one of your partner's exes commented on a post about you, like, um, like even totally jokingly, even totally like you guys are, you know, still friends, you're still close. Also knowing like how publicly they had a relationship and yeah. how much I'm sure they're still like, like, you know, if you watch Big Bang Theory, I'm sure you still want them together, right? Like there's always that element when it's like, oh, but they had such good chemistry on the show. Come on, Penny, get to get... her husband. <laughs> I, I would have a hard time not having that little edge of like okay can you like let me have my moment please like, yeah i like i was like because she's married now right that's like, her that's her husband now that she's with right yeah yeah five-year anniversary yeah yeah it's like dude yeah get over it penny and uh what's his name uh what was the other leonard I said Sheldon, but that's not right. leonard 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 and penny is not yeah. happening it it happened in the show let let uh let penny let let penny uh like free penny I think this well, and I don't know them, so like again, I'm sure I'm sure they're on the same page, and it was all in good fun. But yeah, like, yeah, it, it I was. even feel a little bad for her because it's that weird thing of like, great, now this is kind of like gossip column news, so I kind of have to acknowledge it, or it looks like I left my buddy hanging. Like I would personally, and again, I can't speak to how they feel, 
But if I were in her shoes, I think he would be getting a private text of like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> right, right. I, I'm sure like- Like you could send me a text, like a joking, like, oh, can't remember a moment before him. Like, all right. <laughs> right ex I'll show exactly. Uh, but like to do it so publicly, it's like- I thought that was so funny. Like that Big Bang Theory, like syndicate money. You don't need to- I mean, I thought that was so funny because it was like, I love being with you. My my whole life has changed. Everything and anyone I knew before you was trash. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, sure. what? You? I thought you said it was the best you ever had. I <laughs> like, will say I don't remember a moment before you entered my life. Right. Of, I mean, but you, you but first date, girl. Like what? But that's but that's how the game goes. That's what you gotta say. That's what you gotta say. And uh in relationships right i mean because and in the moment i mean it's technically it's true i mean you're happy now maybe you were happy then but it ended for whatever reason and now you're you're you know you're in a new relationship and it's lasted longer and it's you know everything that it, that that one wasn't and more blah 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 so it's like you got it you got to acknowledge it but if uh I just imagine carl cook watching like reruns of the big bang theory like <laughs> is there something here it just tell maybe it tells me that he he really misses her and he's just trying to be all tough about it like he has a shrine he to her. That Big Bang Theory money. They made so much money. I don't Who think he watched cares. that show? Could you imagine? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that uh, that was funny. Though. I just thought it was hilarious that that they still got that cool sense of humor. It wouldn't have been me though. I'm like, let me let me no. joke like that oh with my, my ex. God. The the huevos to comment that on your ex's anniversary. Oh, yeah. I'm, we're talking an ex-wife. If I'm like, if I'm if I'm on uh, Valentine's Day, I remember the first um, the first year after uh, my divorce. After that one year, that first year afterwards. I gave my ex flowers. Uh, it was um, I was either it was a mother, I think it was Mother's Day. I I acknowledged her as the you know because the mother of my children. Uh, that makes more sense than Valentine's. Yeah, I did. Day. I did. I gave her flowers on Mother's Day, but I did it once, and I, yeah. I'm not gonna make it a yearly thing because because yeah, yeah. that's, that's classy. But you don't go on her Instagram posts like, and be like, "You are the best sex I've ever had." Remember me. <laughs> knock knock <laughs> could you imagine that oh my god like i said i have to imagine they they are close in a way that like everyone is comfortable with that like i just am not with any of my exes right uh, you know because you know that happens you know that there are some couples where this it's so toxic that a guy or a girl will probably like flirt with their ex in front of their current relationship just to make them mad like oh my, i miss how we used to hang out and like or he's he's like yeah i, I miss the way you yeah. you used to treat me in this way and the other just to I, upset yeah. her like, but I'd, I'd give them the benefit of the doubt that it is just like we've worked we've been co-workers like longer than yeah, we've been yeah. lovers. <laughs> it was it was more the fans trying to make it something <laughs> And like I said, that's part of like, why would you do that publicly? You know how people are. You know how, exactly. You know how, I want fight, fight, fight. But that's just me. <laughs> but guys, let us know what you guys think of you. Are you a Big Bang uh, Theory uh, fan? Do you do you miss Leonard and Penny and want to see them get back together? It ain't happening. They're they're friends. They're, it was it was funny. It was a, a a funny thing. You know what I forgot to do? This is what I forgot to do. Forgot to change the graphic. There you go. Are you a Big Bang Theory that fan? Sweet thirty seconds of Kelly Quo Quo Right there, there is. Let's, let's just name. enjoy all that. Very pretty. Uh, let us know what you guys think, and we'll talk about it on uh, We Got Your Mail. So, what is the next topic trending?
this week? Blues, clues, and you should be blues, clues, and yous. Uh, blues. Blue Clues and You, the reboot of the original children's classic, has carved its own niche in the popular culture today with a new song. The ABC Song with Blue, sung by the dog Blue as voiced by Tracy Page Johnson, assigns concepts to letters of the alphabet. At P, the song notes P is full of pride. To underline its point, the P is in rainbow colors, the same as the colors of the LGBTQ pride flag. The letter is also surrounded by multiple other flags representing specific communities. Those include flags for the trans community, asexual community, pansexual community, intersex community, gender fluid community, and more. ABC Song with Blue is exclusive to the show's official YouTube channel and has yet to air on television. Earlier, Nickelodeon served up an ad that seemed to indicate SpongeBob SquarePants was a member of the LGBTQ community. The network played it coy when asked about the symbolism. Yeah, we talked about that uh, on this yeah. channel about about that um, uh, Avatar, the the Book of Korai. I think she was wearing a rainbow um, yeah. uh, shirt on that poster. And then I watched because I love the Avatar cartoon on Nickelodeon. And then I watched the the, the next version of that um, the story, what the Legend of Korai. And uh, spoiler alert. There is a when the show ends, there is a, a, a situation where they don't do it on the show because it's still Nickelodeon. And, you know, parents, you know, uh, nuclear families and parents would go nuts in the conservative side of it. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Indoctrinating my kids. But um, it, it hints that the friendship that she has with a, a female friend who. And it's very complicated. This this is how um, why I love that cartoon so much because it was straight up soap opera. Get this: you have a, a girl who is the Avatar, all powerful, has the power for all the elements, right? And she, in the right. season one, she likes this boy. They they get into a relationship. They they break up. Then he moves on and gets with this other girl. And this girl is great. She's a good person. She's no nothing wrong with her. Um, she kind of pines for him a little bit afterwards and like, oh my God, do I want to get him back? Is there a jealousy thing going on? Is there a love triangle? And then they break up because of uh, different reasons and uh, now, and then after that breakup, both girls develop a friendship and kind of joke about how they used to date that guy. Like, and, and it, was, it was so damn much drama and it, I was loving it. And then their and then friendship Johnny, blossomed. And then commented on somebody's Instagram post. Yeah, exactly. And then their, like, yeah, right. And then, and then their friendship blossomed. I you, Cora. And, and by the end of the series, it was like, they decided to go on like, uh, they decided to go travel the world together or something like that and they held hands walking away into the spirit world I'm like that hints that they like each yeah, other it was and I looked it up and I'm like yes everybody believes that they eventually get together and, and but of course the creators of the show won't confirm that but they won't deny it and then right. now with this with Blue's Clues I'm sorry I went on a whole long rant because you obviously I love Avatar but uh, Nickelodeon taking some some bold steps, so yeah. uh, I'm not I'm no, not surprised I, at this. Uh, did Did you actually? I really liked the way they did this uh -huh. because I know inevitably someone's gonna get mad about they, it. And like, they said they didn't not, air it on the show, right? It's your kid would never ask about it, right? It was something they would never notice it, right? No, it's a quick moment. It's colored flags. It's a great piece of sort of, I thought it was very 
well done uh-huh. because a i personally think we should have more things like legends of legend of Korra. i understand you you know might not want to get into like the nitty-gritty of you know uh you know here's the details of you know a home you know homosexual sex or whatever like i get that i totally get that but things like on kids shows we have things where it's like oh they're boyfriend and girlfriend and just starting to have on that same level their girlfriend and girlfriend and we don't have to make it sexual they like each other right exactly is what i'm trying to say i feel like i, I got lost in no my no you, i get you like, yeah oh, because it, i mean you can say it without saying just, it. just keeping it on the same level that you do with relationship you know it's like yeah i can handle that mickey and minnie are boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. Why can't, you know, Goofy have a nice boyfriend he hangs out with? Like, it shouldn't matter. Um, so I thought it uh, it was a nice moment of representation, mm-hmm. if you know what that is. And, you know, I one of my friends who's gay was like, honestly, this is, like, really cool to see. And, you know, I'm sure for a lot of my generation who grew up on Blue's Clues, like, I saw this article getting shared by people going, Hell yeah, that feels really nice to know that this thing that was a big part of my childhood has my back right. and, and, you know, is kind of uh, affirming my pride and, and, and you know, my exactly. sexuality or my identity. A- acknowledging, uh, acknowledging me. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's just like in the uh, like during Black History Month or uh, and during Pride Month. And and what it's 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 cool when because um, sometimes you, you don't even expect it. And when it happens, it's like it blows your mind like wow they really just yeah. acknowledged something that i've been uh uh that i've been wanting for a long time it, it's it's very meaningful for a lot of people yeah. so it's it was it's cool that that happens well and i feel like this will get lost to so many people because i feel like so often there's an issue with like well why isn't the tv show teaching my kids exactly what i want them to know right right and i feel like this was a cool moment because if you're watching this with your kid and they do ask you can explain to them exactly what you're comfortable with or if you're watching this and go you know what now would be an excellent time to just have the conversation of like hey we're gonna pause real fast and talk about sort of pride and what that flag means and you know again like you know how you say mommy and daddy love each other sometimes boys like boys and sometimes girls like girls and for kids that's all they I understand that's all they need to know and probably all parents are comfortable discussing with kids who are like blues clues age right you know and the kids aren't gonna start going but what's asexuality you know they're they're colored flags but again it you I thought it was a nice opening of like affirming people who understand it and opening the door if parents want to start having that conversation that reminds me of an episode of Will and Grace when uh, Jack was uh, invited to play poker. They, they, uh, there was like a poker game and he, and they needed another person and they asked Jack to come uh, in and he was talking and then a guy, I guess, that was uncomfortable with how uh, flam- uh, how flamboyant he was being was like, can you kind of scoot over? And then Jack goes, newsflash, you can't catch it. <laughs> and uh, so stuff like that it's like it's what it is like it's true like dude like relax like it's not that big of a deal like no. uh, so i mean it's no and like i said if if you aren't having that conversation with your kid right now okay fine you don't have to right nothing about that was egregious or even even super clear about what it was if you don't know if you don't know 
what the pride flag looks like, you wouldn't make a connection or probably ask any questions. So right. like the, 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 the more conservative parents going, well, my kids can just like take a seat. And your, I'm your going to boycott Nickelodeon. <laughs> like I'm never going to watch Nickelodeon again. Unsubscribe. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, well more Nickelodeon for us. But uh, that's just what it is. Let us know what you guys think about uh, that. What, what were your thoughts on this the, on this whole uh, the issue with uh, Blue's Clues? Did you, I mean, I don't think it's being aired on. It's, I think it said it's not being aired on the yeah, actual on show. YouTube. So it's only on YouTube and whatnot. So so guys, it's relax. It's it a good reminder. I was like, oh yeah, my ABCs. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Everybody knows your ABCs. Everybody needs to learn their ABCs. And and it's yes, nice even... to get a refresh sometimes, though. You know what I mean? Exactly. ABCs with pride. Elemento P, and then just trigger a bunch of people. <laughs> That's right. We're celebrating Elemento P. He's coming at you. Ooh, I would like to not have said that. <laughs> So let us know what you guys think, guys, and we'll talk about it some more on We Got Your Mail. So, Miss Amy, what is the last trending topic of the week? From Screen Rant, a new Cruella movie poster for Disney's live-action Emma Stone-led prequel is unveiled ahead of the official trailer. The 101 Dalmatians prequel will feature Stone as the iconic villainess, in the years before she became infamous for stealing the spotted furry friends. The crime comedy film is said to be an origin story of sorts that will follow Cruella DeVille during her early years as a fashion designer in London. During that time, Cruella becomes obsessed with dog skins and becomes a, the iconic Disney villain in the process. As of now, the film is still sitting on its May 28th release date as Disney decides its next move. It's unlikely that Disney is waiting at least a few more weeks, or sorry, it is likely that Disney is waiting at least a few more weeks to make a decision about the film's release, but it seems the studio is set on the May release date, regardless of whether or not that means a release on Disney+. Plus. Well, did you get a chance to uh, check that one out? I did. I did check it out. What'd you think? Okay, so, okay, you just saw it. Now, everybody's saying, like, there's a lot of people saying something similar to what I said in my react. I did a reaction. I was up all Harley night. Quinn. I went to bed early last night, right? And then I woke up at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I never went back to sleep. I'm, I'm on the laptop. I'm prepping for the show a little, just a little bit. I'm doing other work, and I just can't go back to sleep. Uh, Joy wakes up like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm waiting for Corella DeVille. Don't worry about it. Shut up. I didn't say shut up. I don't. I, I want to live, <laughs> but I'm so. I'm, but I, but I decided I, I, when I noticed that Corella Deville trailer was about to come out. It was like four to me. It was like four o'clock in the morning. It was like three hours away, and I was like, I'm gonna do a reaction to this, even though we're gonna talk about this. I'm gonna do a reaction because I need mm-hmm. to do more reaction. Um, and when I watched it, I I genuinely thought of another franchise. And I, I, you probably you probably know where I'm getting at. What did you think about it when you saw it? Um. Well, I know I saw a lot of people saying it reminded them of like Harley Quinn kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Um. Trying to think what it made me think of. Yeah, it it almost reminded me of like it reminded me of the trailer, like how I felt when the first trailer for Suicide Squad came out, and I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Okay. And then it wasn't, so I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> A little scared, but a little bit of that energy. I see where people are coming from. 
obviously this seems kind of akin to that Maleficent movie they did a while back. Right. Yeah, I, I saw that I too. I what to make of it. I feel I feel like because uh, I saw and we showed this on the on the graphic while we, while you were reading the um, the the post that uh, like the, the the YouTube channel beyond the trailer was making those comparisons to Maleficent and everything else like the Mad Hatter. I mean everything you're comparing it to is other Disney properties. So I'm like, okay, I mean, maybe that's the tone that they wanted to go for. Or maybe it's just a coincidence that Maleficent just kind of favors all these. I mean, it is Disney. That's that's just the only one they've done like this. That's like a a, a villain origin story. I mean, uh, Maleficent was, they did, it was like an origin story. That's what I'm saying. No, it's the the only other. So like. Yeah, exactly. But then they compare, then she compared it to. Um, uh, Batman Returns, uh, Catwoman. There was like, like she was trying to say, like shot by shot, it's supposed to be just like Maleficent. Then it was supposed to be like, um, Catwoman from Batman Returns. Then it's supposed to be like, uh, Harley Quinn and everything. Everybody was saying Harley Quinn. Now, even in my reaction, I'm not gonna lie. Even in my reaction, I said while I was giving the reaction for it, I was like, this feels very, God. I said Gotham, Gothamish is. And I don't know. I messed up the graphic again. It's just feel. I'm like, let me do. Uh, take that from the back. Three, two, one, and we're back. I was like, this feels very Gothamy on on uh, Malef- on Cruella. I almost said Maleficent. What the heck is going on with me? But okay, I noticed it, and it, and it did feel like Cruella was looking like a Batman villain. But it, I'm not gonna say that they were stealing or they were purposely mimicking a Batman uh, villain like Catwoman or Harley Quinn. I'm not going to say that. I mean, Gotham City has that dark 1940s or 30s, you know, Jersey look yeah. to it. And it's all and it's always been like that or London, like London in the 70s or the 60s uh, or whatever that that goth look. I mean, you can say that. Yeah, I don't, that I don't think it's fair to say they're like ripping off any of the right. franchise. Like people drawing the comparison, it's like, yeah, of course, if you're going with sort of a dark, a dark but fun villain aesthetic, is just going to have the same vibe the same look as as these things. Yeah, like, but they were, but they were like, oh, it's a complete ripoff. It's a shot by shot. Like, no, it's not. But. I mean, I can understand, like you said, the similarities, but just... I will say there was also that weird, like, uh, Hunger Games dress moment where her dress did, like, the thing the dress does in Hunger Games. And I was like, does Cruella DeVille have superpowers? Did I forget? I I just think that in that scene, she was just trying to make her presence known in the fashion industry that she was... literally what happens in Hunger Games. Right, but... They compared that, and then like on Beyond the Trailer, she compared the Rudolph. I think we're saying forgot something Rudolph. She compared that to when Maleficent walked into the room and then like made that fire uh, come out. And what I mean, okay, I mean we're this is a Disney villain, like queen type of evil queen type of a, of a presence. I mean they 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 use fire a lot. I mean it happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean I'm. I mean, she's she's a Disney villain. She's not gonna throw water in somebody's face. She's gonna burn some shit up. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, Deville could throw a drink in someone's face, and I'd be happy. That would be awesome. Slap a That's dog, slap a dog across the face, and throw some drink. I am curious because I do feel like, in a weird way, just because we're dealing with animal harming, 
I think a lot of people find her one of the least sympathetic Disney villains in that weird way where it's like, oh, you kill a person, that's a bummer. You kill a dog? Like, it's, it's what happened people, with John Wick. Lose their absolute shit. So I am curious what tone there, if there's going to be like the tragic backstory or if it's I, I, just, thought, I, I mean, thought so. I don't think so anymore. I don't think so anymore. Yeah. In the trailer, she was like, I was born bad. She said it in the trailer. I thought that too. Before the trailer started, if you watch my reaction, I was like, I wonder if we're going to like sympathize and empathize with her. And then in the trailer, she was like, mm -mm, I was born you know bad. Cruella, bitches. Chew on the nose. But why would you not use like a really like sexy, jazzy cover of the Cruella DeVille song? She has the best villain song. I would argue... Cruella Deville, Cruella yeah. Deville. Yeah. But like to get like a real jazzy, like over those like end credits, like a Cruella Deville, like that yeah. would have been. Oh, yeah. That, oh, right? Yes. That tone, yeah, that eerie little tone. Yeah, that would work. too easy, but like that could have been a cool moment. They like, should have, yeah, oh, God. The they should have did that in the trailer. Yeah, take that song. And then, like, do a little uh, remix to it, like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's so many things you could have did with that. You're right about yeah. that. But they might. They might. I mean. I assume it'll be on the sound. It's some sort of cover of Lidley's. I don't, I don't think this is going to be one of the Disney's when they, like, break in the song, right? I don't think this is going to be that type no. of movie. I don't think so. I mean, 101 Dalmatians doesn't, wasn't really, like, he sings the song, but it was very much, like, in a, I'm singing a song. Right. Not. But we're having a musical number now that you mentioned that. Oh, damn it, that's a missed moment for the trailer. That would have been good for the trailer. A remix to that old Corella Deville song in an eerie maybe Billie Eilish would have <laughs> crushed that or something. Or even a little bit like I'm, I'm almost hearing it. Like, remember when they like redid like all the all the pops or all the like hip hop and pop songs for like the great Gatsby movie? Like, yeah, 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 with, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, 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 the, the Boz Lerman one. I feel like a little bit of that energy, like a little yeah. bit jazzy and yeah. Ooh. Like I said, it, it really is one of the... the. I know he's not popular right now. That's a tough now. category, but I would argue top three Disney villain song. Yeah, there's so many ways they could have gone with that. That was, that was, yeah. Damn it, now you got that in my head now. Now, that's one of those those things that... Where you know how like when you watch a trailer or you see a poster and you're speculating what the movie's gonna be about and you kind of start writing the movie in your head, now you've put me in that zone where I'm like, if there's not a remix to that song, fail. It's a fail. Yeah. <laughs> so you got me there, guys. Let us know what you guys think. That's that. Damn it. That's that's gonna ruin the movie for me now if they don't do that now you you have totally I just the end credits roll and you're like Boo, Boo. Boo. Or, or, they, they, or they play the song during the credits I'm like this movie so wait wait that okay there it is okay okay there's the song okay but yeah now I'm like if there's not a remix to that Corella the Ville song which they will. They, they will. will. Yeah, I was about to say they're gonna. I, I should post this as a question on our on our channel. Will they do a remix to that song? Didn't, I feel like Maleficent did like a creepy "Once Upon a Dream," whatever the Sleeping Beauty yeah, song yeah. is. I feel like they did. Once didn't they have like Lana Del Rey or somebody yeah. do a remix of it? Ooh, Why do I know this? Like, yeah, that song could be very creepy. creepy. Damn, you can take any Disney song 
and do oh, just like throw a, it Mar- in a minor key. It's great. Yeah, just just do a Marilyn Manson. Sweet dreams yeah. are made of it. You can do that to any song. So yeah, that would be perfect. Guys, let us know what you guys think. Should I, I should, I'm gonna post that as a question. Will they will they remix? The Corella DeVille song. I'm gonna post that on the uh for We Got I Your Boat. Well, now that I'm trying to bring it up, I want to hear what the top Disney villain song is because there are some there are some goddamn contenders in that mix. That's it. There, there, there might be another Amy ask. Hey, look out for that, guys. Uh, we'll talk about it. So we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about it some more on uh, We Got Your. Ma- that was was that the last uh, trending topic. That was it. Uh, that was we it. Got, oh my god! Light and breezy this week. Time is fun. Time is fun when you're having fly. So uh, let's move on to the next. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next thing, guys. This is time for we got your mail. So on um, we got your mail. You know, we we take your questions, your comments, your concerns, and and we talk about it right here on the show. And we're gonna do that again. Let's uh, let's go through the week's uh, questions. Uh, and uh, and we'll maybe we'll have some answers for you. Or maybe we'll give you, like WandaVision, more questions. Mm. So what's the uh, first one uh, this week? Uh, Hashtag don't know what to name my channel said, I want to know if this is in any relation to the book. For, was it for WandaVision? For Cruella the Ville, yeah, on the same topic of what we were just talking about. A minute ago. Sorry about that. I was delayed on the on the graphic. Uh, if I think from what I from what I've read, I think it is. It's gonna be it's gonna be based on the the animated uh, the one hundred and one Dalmatians um, film and on the book. Uh, from what I from what I understand, I feel like that was somewhere in my brain as knowledge, but the uh, for the book. I didn't honestly. I didn't before before I saw that question. I didn't know that there was a book. I thought. I thought That's 101 Dalmatians was a, a Disney original screenplay uh, uh, adaptation. So is there a Cruella? There's a Cruella DeVille book, I think, called a Cru- something about a cruel world or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. It might be something about that. and Because I, I had to, I briefly looked it up. Uh, no, it's based on the 101 Dalmatians, a 1956 children's novel, if that's what they're referring to. Was the novel based on the cartoon or was the cartoon based on the novel? Uh, it was based on the movie was based on the novel because the oh, novel okay. came out in 1956. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it if if it's going to be more based on the book. I mean, usually no, when... it, it is a children's novel, so I don't know if they have that much uh, how much they have to go off. Yeah, Disney didn't them. have any original stories back then. <laughs> They Disney Disney like like whether you like want to admit it or not of uh, uh, you guys out there. Walt Disney had a thing where they wanted you to believe he invented all these stories, but they, you know, they, they did not Walt Disney. And I remember I learned this when I went to college, uh, the art Institute, actually, uh, they, there was like a, a, an unwritten campaign. They wouldn't admit it out loud, but they wanted children to believe that Walt Disney invented cartoons. So, don't believe everything that Disney's trying to put. That's propaganda, people. But uh, I, th- I think that uh, I think it is going to be based. On, I don't think it's going to one hundred percent be based on this just the cartoon. So yeah, oh yeah, the, it's going to probably be based on the novel because they want to make it probably make it darker, make it different than. I'm the, sure they'll just make up some random stuff too, because I don't feel like she's a super well fleshed out character. Yeah. Like she's super fun, but 
And we were talking about earlier. I don't, that, I don't think this backstory is coming from much of anywhere. Yeah. And we were talking about whether or not are they are we gonna sympathize or feel sorry for her? And I now at first I thought that this was gonna be just like Male- I think they learned their lesson from Maleficent. A lot of people did not like the fact that we made Maleficent a character that we felt like she was a hero, and and mm-hmm. and the bad things she did was justified. They wanted our our villains to stay villains. I think Cruella the I think Cruella will be. A straight up villain. We might see her as a child. Yeah, as much as what she did was messed up, up, even in the story, there's a bit of a like, the hell, you didn't invite me. And like that extrapolates more easily into like, she feels left out. She's this outcast, whatever, whatever. And Cruella's like, I'm rich and fabulous and I want to make a dog coat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I, I think. I think we're only going to feel sorry for her for like five minutes. We're going to see her as a kid and she's going to yep. be treated badly. Yeah, and she's going to grow good. up and be like, fuck all you guys, I'm killing your dogs. Yeah. So we're going to yeah, see. Like about I said, that. dog killing, I feel like is the line. No one will ever. Oh yeah. Oh, d- uh, like it, didn't, it didn't matter how many fo- athletes, you know, did this against a, a, a woman or this against another person or a fan or anything like that. The second Michael Vick would, uh, did something against a dog, that was it. It was like yeah. he can never be forgiven. I'm like, it's like it's, it's just it's just how we are when it comes to animals. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the uh, next question we have? Uh, Billy Bob uh, has just saw you on a court show. LOL. Was it real or scripted? Uh, yeah, that. that confused me. Like, is that was that towards you? What was that? Yeah, no, it definitely was. Uh, you got some explaining to do, Lucy. Um, I, I actually, uh, <laughs> I suppose the weirdest part of all this is my question would be which one. <laughs> Listen, um, I can't, I, I don't know how much I'm technically allowed to say. Being an actor in LA is hard and you take the gigs you can get. Uh, uh, and uh, I guess I can just, I'll just leave it at that. Paycheck's a paycheck, Billy Bob. But that's very, very funny that you, that you caught that. See, you got, you got fans, you got fans that are, are watching. And, uh, so let me know, Billy Bob. Let me know if you see this. Let me know which one you caught me on. I got, I, you know what? I used to, um, I haven't done it in the past like couple of weeks. Usually when we do a, we got your mail segment, I will tag and let, and each person who submits the question in and let them know, like, here's the link in, in, and timestamp it to when their question comes up. And I, mm-hmm. and I didn't do it for the last two weeks. And I'm going to be honest with you. It, it takes a lot of time out of my, my week to, to do something like that. And in the future, I might not do it anymore. Uh, I, I haven't done it in the last two weeks, but I think this week I'll, I'll, I'll pick that up again. So I'll tag Billy Bob and let him know, hey, we answered your question. Here's the, the link. Here's the timestamp. And uh, I assume it was because I did one a couple years ago. Yeah. And so, then I did one like end of last year yeah virtually uh so i'm guessing it's the older one i don't know if that's still like in syndication so you got you got uh, super fans you got super fans that's looking out for like uh, amy you're in i don't court. think he was seeking out my appearance on judge uh whom, whomever uh amy newman like said, is an actress for hire like an nda or anything i don't know why i'm trying to be so secret about it uh 
I mean, if, I mean, I don't know if if, if you're under an embargo and you can't mention it. If I uh, happen to have been in two separate TV-based legal, uh, she's like, which one? You know, I've been on Cops. I mean, Billy Bob. I guess I'll just say this: uh, my name's Amy Newman, and that's not my name either time. So okay, okay, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I look, look. I mean, yeah. A- to your question. Amy is an actress for hire, so you know she she got a lot of things out uh, out there. She that she done. Hey, this is a good opportunity to plug it. Look for her YouTube channel and check out her uh, her miniseries, uh, Your Biggest Fan. So go 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 check it out, guys. Um, oh, did you get my message? You need to put your a picture on your YouTube channel. Did you get? Why are you? Why are you like calling me out right now? Because that's what I do. Because 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 I'm a bitch. Okay. Because I'm a bitch. <laughs> that's fair. I need to get a hundred subscribers so I can actually get a real YouTube channel name. You, I can you can't. Plug. You can't do it under a hundred. No, you can't. Oh, that's I'm now I feel bad, guys. No, I don't feel bad. You you guys should all feel bad. You love Amy and you're not following her on her channel. Follow her on her damn YouTube channel because you love her. And and I'm telling you, go check out her her show. The way to get through it is if you follow me on any social media. Yeah. Uh, I have links like follow Kendra. all the Amy's social media on YouTube, Instagram, everything. Just you know, just do it, damn it, because you guys love her on this channel, so support. And I her. love attention, like she, so much. Guys. She loves <laughs> attention, and you know me. I'm <laughs> my gonna... boyfriend has had to give me the attention of everyone else who and... I normally see in a day. <laughs> Exactly. And you know me, I'm a, I'm a huge bitch. I'm going to bitch about this guys. Follow Amy. All right. What's the next one we got? Uh, Sherrod Vemel. Nathan. I super apologize if I, if I butcher that Sherrod, um, asking about WandaVision asking if Wanda is able to bring back the dead or extract people from alternate realities, why couldn't she summon the spirit of Charles Xavier who could guide her into controlling her abilities? Because she doesn't know who Charles Xavier is. That's one. Also, I feel like the bringing back from the dead or alternate reality thing was purely a vision thing. Like if if we're going off of sort of the, this is like something she's created in her immense grief. Like, I don't think she would be like, I'm just going to do this with whomever. Like, I think that would... Do we- Though it does always, I mean, it's always the issue when you start creating those kind of stories, right? Like anything with like time travel or alternate realities or it instantly becomes like, I feel like it's one of the big issues. Do, do me a favor because something's happening outside my door. I need to go check real quick. Kind of keep elaborate on that a little bit more. Give me, give me one minute. <laughs> this is so stressful. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, even with something like uh, it's one of the big plot questions if not full out plot holes with harry potter is like once you've established that time turner everything that has happened in the series becomes like why didn't we go back in time and save harry's parents why didn't we go back in time and like jump through time and like save all these good people who died so i feel like the second you start bringing up like we can bring people to back to life or extract people from alternate realities that that does become honestly kind of a plot hole question but yeah, I don't think she knows who Charles Xavier is. I, I honestly don't know if she wants. I, I, I think she's probably, it, it feels like where we're coming to that she might realize she needs help controlling these abilities, controlling these powers. But 
as of right now, it feels sort of like uh, I, I don't think she's ready to admit yet sort of how out of control this is uh, for, for one. I mean, it, it's, an, it's an interesting question. It's certainly something that would be cool to see right. uh, happen. But yeah, like I said, I don't think I don't think the vision thing was like, oh, cool, this is my power now and I'm just going to do this willy nilly. Yeah. Sorry about that. Thanks for, thanks for covering for me. I had to check. It was something weird happening. Uh, I'm like, I have to go over there and check it out. <laughs> Everything okay? Oh, everything's fine. Okay. All right. What's the, what's the next question we have? Uh, we asked the sequel to Face Off is in the works. Who would you want to face off? Who said this? I don't have a name on it. The, uh, I think it was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't. I should have uh, put that. I should have put that. Even... Sorry about that. In the communities, let's see how the secret. So uh, we were talking about if they do a new uh, there because there's going to be a new Face Off movie, and I wanted to know if there was a movie that comes uh, comes out. Who would you guys want to face off? I, I eliminated Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds because that's the obvious one, and then some people kind of had some some funny uh, answers to that. Uh, we had uh, what Zach Galifianakis and was it Holly Seinfeld? And we had Dave Bautista and Peter Dinklage. I'm like, come on. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. I feel like they're both actually not that not that Zach Galifianakis isn't funny, but I feel like Dave Bautista and Peter Dinklage are funny in a way. That they, I would want them to be in a movie just regardless, but but obviously Face Off wouldn't be the one I would put them in. I, I think the guy was whoever was was sending that one in was just messing with me, but. But now I want to see Dave Bautista and Peter Dinklage in a movie now. I feel like that's actually a very fun pick. That like, would be a very like funny very movie. Fun actors to watch, so. So, there you go. All right, what's the next one? Uh, JFS on Twitter said, which game system was your favorite and what game? Hmm. Very interesting. Me growing up, uh, Street Fighter was the game that I always played. Uh, all the time i i had that across the board uh with nintendo super nintendo genesis i always had a street fighter uh game uh playing that in mortal kombat uh, so me growing up yeah was always street fighter street fighter 2 even that they street fighter 2 they made so many versions it was the most popular street fighter the, instead of just going to Street Fighter 3 or 4 or 5, they were like, Street Fighter 2 Special Edition, Street Fighter 2 with flowers, Street Fighter 2 this, Street Fighter 2 that. Uh, like they, they, made, they did Street Fighter 2 so many times. Like, literally, I, now that I think about it, they tricked us into buying that damn game so many times. Street Fighter 2 How with How much th- did it actually change, or was it just It never, it, it, yeah. Street Fighter 2 with two new characters. Street Fighter 2 with four new characters. Street Fighter 2, one different background. Street Fighter 2 on this new console, it's the same game. You're still gonna buy it, you damn idiot. I mean, that's what they did to us, but uh, that was the game. Street Fighter 2. I don't think I've ever played Street, or, or know what Street Fighter 1 looks like, but I know what Street Fighter 2 looks like. That was me. I don't know. What about you growing up? What did you see? Uh, I'm going to say my favorite game system, just because I have such a like personal soft spot for it, is uh, absolutely the Nintendo 64. Uh, and okay, so, so I want to like talk you through my thought process here because I was like, okay, what games did I, I was thinking like Harvest Moon because uh-huh. I sunk so many hours into that as a kid, like trying to make like 
the girl in the town fall in love with me. Like it was, it was intense. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie was a fave. Snowboard Kids 2, I didn't have one, but I figure I didn't miss much. Mm -hmm. But then I realized uh, my favorite, probably my favorite video game of all time, uh super mario 64 oh okay so you were a 64 what's considered the worst console so of course you loved it no joke it's but, just the one i grew up with like i'm not i don't know a time i we had a gamecube my boyfriend has a playstation mm-hmm. um and i admittedly like they are way better games but if i'm talking i'm not talking best i'm probably not the person to give you that answer but personal favorite is is Nintendo 64 and that's Super Mario 64. I don't this is a slight tangent. Have you seen any of the footage uh from the Mario land they're building at Universal Tokyo uh, Universal Japan? No, I haven't. I haven't. They are building an entire Mario themed world and like the 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 president of Nintendo who keeps referring to himself as Mario's dad in the video which is just so funny to me uh gives a tour there's an amazing youtube video where he gives a tour of it and he like walks into the castle and it looks like princess peach's castle in super mario 64 and they have like i don't know if you did you play super mario 64 yes i did yeah so they have like the pictures that look like the paintings in the game that you could jump into and they're like playing the castle music and like i got teary-eyed watching it (laughs) Like so many, like probably I literally, my happiest childhood memory was like, my mom would make us set like the kitchen timer for 30 minutes. It's like, that's your game time. That's I it. having the timer set and it was like a rainy day and there were like cookies in the oven and my brother and I were each taking our 30 minutes playing Super Mario 64 and it was probably the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. Oh, and we got a, a message in, in the live chat uh, from Anarchy 1408. And this Cruella looks like she is just wanting to be the worst villain. That's why she will take out the big villain that is currently at the hierarchy of evil. Then take her crown as the cruelest person. Yeah, there was a woman in the trailer that looked like like maybe she's like the because I think Cruella the Vil is like about like fashion and all that. Right. And um, and I, I guess there's a woman that that's probably like the queen of fashion. And then Cruella de Vil is going to come in from like from like the ghetto and <laughs> come up and rise in the ranks and take her out. Uh, I, I, that's what and I'm assuming. Like, oh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think so, too. Over the course of, yeah, yeah. Like like kind of like an antihero. Like, like yeah, I, yeah, I'm cruel. I'm Cruella. But that woman is 10 times worse. And I'm going to take her crown. Or some kind of something like that, maybe. That'd be interesting too. A bit of a like, oh, I tried to take her down and became what I hated. Yeah. Or maybe she's going to be the nicest woman in the world and Cruella's just going to be like a. (laughs) They're going to just take her down for fun. But uh, that was just something that came in real quick. All right. What's the the next question that we have coming in? Uh, Peter Lane, I'm assuming this is in response to a Bill Burr reaction. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Peter Lane says nearly every teacher I had in school was female. Not one of them ever punished a girl for attacking me. Common responses when I reported it were maybe she likes you, stop exaggerating and stop complaining. Movies and television show women hitting men for saying and doing things they don't like. Women laugh at men being castrated on talk shows. Men have reported domestic violence and been arrested themselves. The, no, that's, 
I, I, he went on way longer than that and i told him that i was going to mention him uh on this whole subject because um it's it's one of those things and and peter before you uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry what was that? his name was not peter what was i'm looking in the live yeah, chat there. there's a peter lane in there what was what was this person's name that was peter lane that wasn't that, that, oh peter Oh, he's oh he's also in the live chat talking about uh, other things too. So I don't want you, if you're still in the live chat, I don't I don't want you to think that I'm a, uh, I'm, a I'm attacking you or anything like that. But um, like but dude, I I grew up in a family that has uh what cops cop. There are a lot of cops in my family, and I'm gonna tell you like they told me like that whole stigma where you think that guys are gonna be picked on or 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 talked about uh because they call the cops on if when it comes to domestic violence yeah okay in this in this world yeah i mean men are are, are we we put ourselves up where like men are men and all that stuff and we and and like in a dominant kind of a way so if you get bested or if you get abused by a woman there's a stigma there like you get made fun of by your friends and things like you get teased but the law is still the law. You're what you were talking about on that Bill Burr uh, reaction that uh, that Amy did was like if but if if if, uh, if a guy does it, you know, then you know, you know, we get in trouble. But if a girl does it, they get a slap on the wrist or nothing happens. It's just in a it's it, yeah, you're right. It, it has happened before, and it will and it will happen. But the opposite happens too. I mean, if a you based on what you're saying you you're implying that women's prisons are just empty there are women in prison right now like 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 probably thousands millions who have committed heinous crimes and gotten gotten convicted for it so i, I mean it's not is that world where we're, we're implying that because that's i i don't mean to disagree but that's not what i'm getting from this comment I mean, that's, that was the comment that I, that was the reply that I gave. I mean, from, I mean, I didn't put everything that he wrote because it was so long, but it was basically, but go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I do agree with him. I mean, personally, I, 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 I disagree that there's something to disagree with here that, that, and especially talking about it from the perspective of, uh, you know, a, I, I, apologize for you know your personal experiences and and certainly in media which you bring up you watch even to this day it's it's one of the last things that we don't really uh we're, we're a little more lax on and yeah like the woman hitting a guy or um I think it's wedding crashers there's like a whole and I, I know that came out what five ten years ago now but they're ten years ago now because I don't know how time works um but, you know, there's like the whole plot in that where it's like, oh, she wants to have sex with him. And he, does, you know, it's like that's still assault. Someone getting someone hitting their partner is still abuse. Like, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from, Peter, that it is it is unfortunate that uh, in media it is something that does get uh, brushed off or played for humor. And it shouldn't any more than, a, you know, a man hitting a woman or a man assaulting a woman isn't funny. Just anybody doing that to anybody is messed up. So I do understand where you're coming from on that, that 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 on either direction, it isn't OK. And sometimes culturally, we treat it like, oh, because it's a woman, it's it's not Ex a big deal. That's true. What, what he's saying to me, what he's saying does happen. But mm -hmm. what what I'm saying is that 
the from and just this is my opinion on it. My, the majority of it comes from. Okay, so when men we 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 did this in a lot of ways. In my opinion, we've done this to uh, to ourselves. We we set that standard. You know, when the men are the are physically the superior. So if we get beat, if we get beat by a, a woman, then that that says something about you know about us, and we set that that line or that that limit. Yeah, but no man should have to suffer for that cultural. You know standard any more than women should have to suffer for outdated ideals of what femininity looks but, like but that, but that was my point and i thought i thought for, well, maybe i maybe i read it wrong i thought that what he was saying was that it's a shame that that all these women get away with this or get away with that and i'm like they don't like like they don't there are women that are in jail for this i i didn't see it as an attack on women but more just this is my personal experience as a man that i don't feel uh, like when a, when a woman if a woman uh, like like it is true like they, like there are women who think they can, they can weaponize it like like I can do this against you and hit you and if I call the cops I can tell the cops that you did it to me that that, that is true and that 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 does happen but there are still men who are also abused and are in abuse uh, that can be uh, abused too there, I mean I mean I, I I was I remember when I was when I was uh, putting this I mean, I mean there are there are men who have abused like for example like in like that that the whole story about with like the, the catholic church like they will abuse uh people and then instead of getting punished or fired or anything they would just get transferred i mean right. like things like that i mean like like there uh, there are double standards and there are things that happen but but for the whole thing about women getting away with this and that and the other i feel like that's that's mostly true only because i feel like i feel like honestly i just feel like men men created it because i I just feel like it's less women get away with this all the time and more just like as a man it's very hard to speak out because it's culturally become more of a punchline and again talking especially from like a media perspective it's it's the oh that's funny because because honestly other men will make fun of men if they are like, if like, like when I was growing up, if a guy got beat up by his girlfriend, we would make fun of him versus talk about that's messed up. She shouldn't, she broke the law. She should be put in jail. She, we would talk, how come you couldn't best her? And so, and to me, that's the problem. We shouldn't, yeah. she shouldn't get a pass. Oh, yeah. It's all a cultural, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it, it, well, it's, it's a lot of why it's like, you know, I feel like men try to bring this up i feel like we got real heavy here but men try to bring this up as a point against feminism yeah you know exactly like, oh, well, men are victim. and it's like no feminism is is all about you know it's it's the complete it, it's, it's, it's different it's, it's, it's the complete opposite it's about it, it's about equality any, any halfway decent feminist is going to be saying no i am against toxic masculinity in part because it creates systems like that like what you're just and i think and i think peter i think peter is with us live and and like i said peter if i if i got if i got what you were saying wrong let me let me know if you're if you're still in the live chat i think you're in the chat right now but um but uh, but peter you gotta you you gotta admit that uh us guys we we've also i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to pretend like i'm the like like i'm trying to be like i'm team feminist and whatnot <laughs> and, and what i am i am a feminist but but i'm not trying to put us men down i am a man but 
we do it we do this to ourselves we're like hey dude if you got your ass kicked by a girl that means you're a bitch or something like 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 we we tease our we tease each other we do that to each other i've done that my friends have done that to me when and that's a stick like like if you get beat up by a girl that means that it's not because it's not that that it can't be because that girl had skills or was somehow a, tra- a bit better or something it means that it's something against you we we've done we do that to ourselves yeah, yeah. It's, it's something, I but guess, I guess my only real thought on the matter is abuse is abuse. Assault is assault. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I just don't want to be in a situation where we're like, it, my heart goes out to anyone who experiences Exactly. Exactly. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a, in a world where we're like, um, I mean, yes. I mean, there, there have been women in the world that have like weaponized it and whatnot gone to court. I know they're going to believe me more than you because I'm a woman and you're a man. Yes, that that definitely happens. But there are you. you ever, we've seen those episodes of cops where the guy's in his wife beater. He's got a bloody face, and the wife is like, "Yeah, I kicked his ass," and then she gets taken to jail. I'm like, it 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 happens. Yeah. Maybe one maybe one thing happens more than the other. But but from what when I read the the post, it felt like you were saying that it never. Women never get punished, and that's just not true. Women that's do. Not what I read it as, but again, I'm not. I'm I mean, not so if, to again, if I read it wrong, if I took it, if I if I read it the wrong way, I, I apologize. But I just wanted, I just kind of want to put that out there. Like women, there are women in jail for committing domestic violence, and then as 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 men. So my my uncle is a sheriff uh, of uh, of a county, and he told me years ago, like if you're ever in a situation, it doesn't matter if it's a woman. If she's, you know, if she's being violent, she's breaking, call the cops. I, I, I mean, if, if I call the cops because my wife was beating me up and I didn't want to fight back and I don't want to do, be in that situation and they were like, we'll be a man. And then, then, I would, then I would turn it on to those cops. Like, give me your name and badge number because you're not doing your job. Like, like that's just me. Like, I, I could have probably physically handled it, but I, didn't, I don't want to. I would rather the police handle it. And I'm not afraid to call the police on on that that's just that's just me but there's a lot of men who are afraid to call the police because they don't want to be looked at as weak if that makes sense you know that's just that's just how that's kind of what i wanted to explain on it from my end of it but that's me all right but thanks peter for uh all right because i see you in the live chat so i appreciate you sticking around for that but uh let's move on to the next uh topic uh so we got an amy asks what did (laughs) i ask classic me Amy asks, if you could see any movie from any era on the big screen with a packed audience, what movie would you pick? Uh, Zanny Zone, uh, I love this answer. This was super well thought out. Said, as in being in the audience in a cinema at the time of its release or just a normal screening? In the first case, it would be something from the golden age of Hollywood like Top Hat or King Kong. I'd love to see the audience reaction back then. In the second, I'd like to see a screening of Metropolis with the full orchestra treatment like they did when they presented its digital restoration years ago. Hmm. I just think that's a super intelligent answer. I was thinking more modern day, like take a movie from any era and watch it now. But I love the idea of like, if you could be at opening night of any movie in history. Yeah. I think that's also really cool. I thought about this one and it was, it's like, there's so many epic, uh, uh, there's more than one answer. So there's so many movies okay. that I would love to see. I'm the kind of guy that I can watch. I'm about to sneeze. Try not to sneeze. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that I, it's a, it could be a movie that I've seen a million times, but if I'm watching it with somebody who's never seen it, I can re 
I can revisit it. I can I can re-experience it again, almost for the first time again through through them. And I and I sitting there like, are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying it? Uh, this is the best part about to come up. So there's a bunch of movies that I would love to take a friend who's never seen it in the big yeah. to the big screen and and go experience it. So there's more uh, Clerks. I would I I don't think I I wish I would have saw seen Clerks uh, for the first time in the, in the theaters. I wish I would have seen uh, oh so so many movies that uh that I didn't see in the theaters that I would love to of of to go back and then take a friend with me. So there was not just one answer for me, but yeah, that's a yeah, great I feel like there's so many brilliant answers like you know, big gorgeous movies like I said I love the idea of like seeing something like King Kong back when yeah. that was like mind-boggling. I wonder Honestly, what the Wizard of Oz was, was like seeing in the, in the theater. Huh. You know that story? Which one? Like the the like really 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 early days of film where like this the train came right at the screen and everybody ran out that'd be my pick but I, I was about honestly, to say I wonder I wonder what the Wizard of Oz was like watching in the screen in yeah. the theaters but I will say in the way I meant the question which was like an old movie with like just an a packed house today a I wouldn't because uh, <laughs> that'd be a bad idea right now but when it's safe um, I would say maybe. Honestly, and it's not even like my 10 out of 10 favorite movie, but maybe something like Airplane. I just feel like a comedy. <laughs> and that I feel like just is one of those movies that has maybe the most like jokes per minute of any movie. So just hearing a full house like love and laugh and like, ugh, I made myself sad. I'm like, I miss hearing an audience laugh. Peter says definitely uh, The Princess Bride. He would love to have gone to see that one. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, that's that's, that's a lot of that's a lot that of people's pick. Yeah, cult. It's, it's usually usually people's answers are like cult classics. Maybe they didn't yeah. do that great in the theaters, but afterwards they became cult classics. And it's like I wish I could have gone back and shown some oh some God. love. I would give a million dollars to be able to just like go to a midnight screening of Rocky Horror Picture Show right now. It's not the <laughs> my answer to the question, but just hearing that and like I miss being in a packed house of like people yelling. Yeah. So much. I still haven't watched that. It's it's great. We talk, I don't know if you love it or we've not. We've done a but segment honestly, about that. If like there's a if there's like a screening of it at midnight and yeah. like this is to anyone watching like if you are curious about Rocky Horror like wait until the world comes back and look at like in your town if there is a midnight showing that does like the shadow cast and everything it is such a fun and wild and and just kind of crazy fun experience I highly recommend I'd rather watch three uh, the Disney movie Three Ninjas let's go watch that. Also, just like it's so good, I we we go we go every every Halloween, like around Halloween this year, not with no 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 hocus pocus. Oh, I, I do hocus pocus, yeah. but we we actually we go, uh, to uh, a theater in L.A. and do do the shadow cast. Shout out to Sins of the Flesh. There you go. All They're right, really good. What's the uh, next? They have, like a whole shadow cast? Like they have actors like reenacting the movie. It's 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 an absolute wild good time yeah right, if, if you're if you're not sober don't go sober so that's my oh no i'm not sober now what's uh, so what's the next one <laughs> i didn't mean it for you i meant for the audience i just never want to be that person who's like you have to get drunk to do this because it's not everybody's bad 
Uh, our last uh, question. Uh, in light of Gina Carano and Justin Timberlake's responses, share your thoughts uh, of people's idea of what cancel culture is. You want to go first or you want me? I mean, me, I, me, I ranted on this one. Uh, me and you were going back and forth on text. But did you want to uh, go first on this one or me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. I feel like we already got heavy. So. I mean, I, I said, I, I mean, like what did I say to you on, on the... On the tech, I mean, I feel like everybody's all all up in arms about the the term cancel culture because it just has a name, but it's not new. Cancel culture has always existed. I mean, Salem witch trials. All you had to do was accuse a woman of being a witch, and bam, she got canceled. The idea of that is cancel culture is slightly funny to me it, it's it's cr it's crazy i mean people want to pretend like this is something new just because twitter is involved it's not i mean this is i mean when this country was first established it was a it was a, a, a far right then was for the longest time center right uh, uh country alexander hamilton when he slept with that lady i saw the musical you're telling me that's not canceled right exactly i mean exactly i mean I mean, back in the day when when anything wasn't considered uh, appropriate for the nuclear family, the Christian family, and, and what it got canceled. The hip hippies and liberals were something that were considered to, something to be made fun of and pushed down. And you damn hippies! I mean, that they I were canceled in the all the of, time. I mean, McCarthyism with like if you were even loosely associated with communism, even with no real proof, that would destroy your entire career. Career, yeah. You would be you would be canceled just because it has a clever name or a hashtag now doesn't mean it's something everybody is always on the internet. I hate cancel culture. You didn't hate it when it was working in your benefit. I'm like when they when they when they pushed back uh, something that you uh, against when they were against something that you were against and that's what and what it's 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 the same exact thing i mean is it more weaponized now i guess maybe but imagine if twitter existed back in 1955 jesus what would have what happened back then god i mean all i mean the level of what was going on back then and in the 70s and even in the 80s i mean 90s and all that stuff uh i mean the only people think that just because social media, because the information is getting around faster now, that this is something new. It's nothing new. It's nothing new under the sun. We just we just uh, have a new way of arming it, and we we have a new name for it. But cancel culture, that's that's been around since the beginning of time. I mean, yeah. the the first people, I, I would say that the first, you know, I'm Remember not gonna say what I was gonna when say. But... God canceled Adam and Eve because they ate some fruit. <laughs> Did you eat that damn fruit? You canceled. Get out of eating. Cancel. You know? <laughs> cancel culture is not anything new, but everybody's up in arms about Gina Carano. Let me tell you something about Gina Carano. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. God little... canceled the earth. He was like, Noah, you're not canceled. Everybody else. <laughs> yeah, they he canceled the entire. Yeah, exactly. But let me let me tell you something about what Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Everybody's always comparing about about Pascal. Well, Pascal said what he said about you know uh, calling comparing the conservatives to Nazis and things like that and stuff. Yeah, he did. And then Disney, just like just like Disney did to Gina Carano, they talked to him and he's then he stopped doing it. They they gave Gina Carano so many chances after what happened with the the, uh, the director of what was the director of Suicide Squad or, or not. What was his name? Um, 
uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy, the the, the director of oh, Guard- James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn. I mean, he was canceled because a, 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 a congressman that doesn't like him, that was going back and forth with him, dug up some old tweets that James Gunn did from back in the day, like 10 years ago when he was trying to be funny and stuff. And he got, and Disney fired him on a the spot. They didn't give him a chance. They didn't give him a warning. They fired him. And it was, he was straight up canceled. And, but Gina Carano was saying what she was saying about wearing masks, about the, um, about, you know, conservative stuff and things like that online. And Disney was like, you know, you need to stop this. Like, don't do it again. They gave her multiple chances and she kept doing it. Dave Pascal did the same thing and they told him to stop and he stopped. So it's like, everybody's talking about freedom of speech. Like, this is not about freedom of speech. This is capitalism. You have the right to say, Amy, if you said something that was against us, uh, something that, that, I, that I thought that was bringing negative t- attention to this outlet, you have the right to say what you say, want to say, but I also have a right to disassociate. I ever, yeah. I, I've so recently I done that. I'm a, I'm a real estate broker. And I used to ha- have an agent that used to work for me like three years ago. And then sometime last year, something her husband said on Facebook came back to me. Somebody reached out to me on Facebook and was like, does this woman work for you? Because her husband is saying all this racist stuff and this is this blah, blah, we're doing, we're going, we're coming after her. And this, and I was like, I haven't worked with this woman in three years. That is all. I had to make a statement. That is all. Whatever her and her husband are saying on Facebook has nothing to do with me. I've, I let her go three years ago. So have at it. Like, don't, don't bring me a part of that. She has, she and her husband has the right to say what they were saying, but I also have the right to not want to be a part of that. And if she was currently working with me at, uh, at the time when her, when she was saying that online and her husband was saying that I would have let her go because I have that right. Like just because you like Gina, people out there who like Gina Carano, doesn't mean that Disney has to associate with them. Like you want to cancel yeah, Disney. That's right. Follow but, her career. Go get a parlor account and follow her. Like yeah. no one is silencing her. She still has a platform. She still has the right to say what she wants to say. It's not canceled. I hate the phrase cancel culture because it means nothing. It's being, it's, it, I, I, yeah, exactly. It, it meant like, something and then mean it means nothing. Now. It's like your employer fired you because you either we're running the risk of losing them money because people are going to stop like watching what you were on. Or if you're not a celebrity on a smaller scale, yeah, they don't want you associated with their business because of actions you took. You right. have the right to take those actions. Your employer has the right to respond how they feel is appropriate. And if they feel like you are putting a bad light on their brand, on their business, they can fire you for that. People can choose to not associate with you. People can choose Disassociation. to not follow your work. That's not cancel culture. That's just, you have the right to say what I what you want. Businesses and people have the right to respond accordingly. It's capitalism. It's, it's yeah. the purest form of capitalism, which is what everybody seems to pretends like they're, they're all about. But when, but when it happens, when it works again, and this is nothing new, people get fired all the time. You, you go to your, your job and you're out of dress code or out of compliance, or you do something uh, that, that makes the company look bad. You, you, you go to work, you clock in and punch a customer in the face. You're going to get fired <laughs> because you're making the, co- the, the, the company look bad. I mean, it, this happens all the time, but because, but it's like, 
when this happens whether i mean if, if, if this was to happen to a liberal person yeah, of course other liberals would say you're only doing it because they're liberal if it happens to a conservative person you're yeah of course their supporters are going to say you're only doing this to, to them because they're conservative but the true answer is no we just don't we hired i'm gonna pretend like the, I'm, I'm gonna pretend to be disney disney hired gina carano to play a part in the mandalorian they did not hire Gina Carano to take on all her other, you know, BS that she wants to do on Twitter. We didn't hire you for that. You, we hired, we're, we're giving you this money to play this, uh, to, to play this character. We didn't hire you to get a bunch of questions from people like, why are you working with a person that does that? We didn't hire you for all that. So please stop doing it. If you want us to keep working, want to keep, to keep working with us on this and, and, to, and to keep, uh, getting this platform here on, on our pla- on, on our show, please stop bringing this attention to us uh, on, on, uh, for, for all that other stuff. And she thought that being a Twitter martyr was more important, so she kept doing it. So Disney was like, okay, well, then we, we don't want to pay for, uh, give you a paycheck to be on our show anymore because it's just going to keep bringing all that crap to us that we've told you we don't want to be associated with. She made her choice. They made her choice. It's capitalism. I will say this real fast, and then we probably spent <laughs> way too much time on this, right? What, what did you yeah, say? Uh, my conspiracy theory is that she wanted to be fired because me too. That yeah, no, I absolutely think she she intentionally pushed the envelope and said something you knew when you compared it to yourself to Jews in the Holocaust, you were going to get your ass fired. Just because Walt Disney hated the Jews doesn't mean you. It, it, and even worse, even if so, and even here's the, the worst thing. Even if that wasn't her goal, even if this was a surprise to her, she didn't think that she was going to get fired. You that's even that's even worse because you you let's hope she like, at least if she if she orchestrated it that that I mean okay, but if she didn't, now she's like oh well that's cool I'm going to go on the Ben Shapiro thing and and we're going to do you're going to compare that to what you would have gotten. On the you you would you were on your way to getting your own Disney show, making that Star Wars licensing money the rest S- of your life. For, this is the reason why Pascal stopped. <laughs> Everybody wants to make it about him. Say, well, he got away with it. How come? He did it. He did yeah, it again. They told him to stop. He stopped. Yeah, yeah. And she Agreed. and she did not. So the, 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 this that's comparing apples to spaceships. She did it. She she had multiple. She got way more chances than James Gunn got. Let's just put it like that. And she didn't stop. So I don't feel I don't feel sorry for her. Do do did I like her as that character? Even though I don't agree with her politics, do I like her as that character? I loved her as that character. I I thought it was awesome. She was great. But do I feel sorry for her? No. Because if she thought that that was more important than than getting her own show, look. If it was me, I'd have stopped. <laughs> I, I I believe what I believe. But I won't put it on Twitter. Fair enough. That's just me. But that was that was the last one, right? Yep. But so, oh guys, I just wanted to get that off the table because a lot of that has been coming uh, down the pipeline on the, on the uh, community tabs about how it was unfair and this and that and the other. And I'm not gonna probably change a lot. If you if you're 100 aimed at it was unfair, then you're gonna believe nothing. I'm gonna say is gonna change your mind. But the facts are the facts. She had multiple chances. She decided to do what she decided to, what she did, and you know, actions have consequences. And if you support uh, American businesses, then you support Disney's decision. Okay, 
that's all I got to say about that. All right. So now let's go on to the, uh, the last segment for We Got Your Vote. Let's try to run through these real quick because I know I'm holding you over time. So we got your vote, ladies and gentlemen. You already know. Sorry about the screen going blank. Oops. For we got your vote, this is where we uh, go to the community tab and take all of your uh, questions, uh, your not questions, your the results of when we post a question and you guys vote on it. And uh, we're going to run through those real quick. So what is the, uh, the first one that we have on this segment? We asked, what's your favorite wrestler entrance music? <laughs> what is it? 28% said uh, The Rock with The Rock D3. says CM Punk with Cult of Personality. 20% liked The Edge uh, Metalingus. 16% liked Triple H's The Game. And 15% liked Degeneration X with Break It Down. I cannot believe Break It Down was voted last but I, I i guess i can't be upset with it i was just surprised that the rocks interest was was number one i guess the rock is just so damn popular you just can't deny that guy but my favorite song is uh edge uh that song metalingus is it the craziest name for a song metalingus it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> I'm a pretty open-minded person and i don't care for that one bit you i'm t- uh listen like uh like look up that song on youtube listen to the last like 30 seconds or 40 seconds of it and that's what he when that wrestler comes out to uh because that song i don't know what it is about even if i if if i did not like uh rock and roll music it's something about that song i can work out to it i was when i posted this question i was seeing the results coming in i remember yesterday i was in my kitchen i was making myself something to eat and i played the song in the background just because and i'm in my my kitchen like I was like, ah, like listening to it, like I got my hands in the air. I felt like I was coming out to that song. Like it's just, it's just, a, it's an uplifting damn song. Like it's a chance to feel alive. I love a good walkout song. Like I, I'm not, I'm not maybe a big wrestling fan, but I'm a baseball girl, and I love a good walkout song. Yeah, I'm telling you that. I don't know why that's the song, but the rock song. Yeah, that's that, it's it's. I remember the the creator of his entrance music wanted said something like he wanted a king like a like he wanted to the, the make a theme song where you would feel like the king is coming out like a royal like and that and I gotta admit that that is with the feeling that it gets but I don't think it's the best song on there but that's just me. All right, what's the uh, Metalingus? What's the next question that we have up there? Uh, on our TikTok uh, during an episode of Thursday Theories on our channel. Uh, the question Chris came up with, uh, he had a theory that Monica Rambo is not becoming a mutant, but just getting sick. And in order to save her life, Captain Marvel will have to help her gain powers. 78% agreed with the theory. 22% disagreed. What do you think? It, it does feel like they're, they're, they brought up Captain Marvel enough times. It feels like they're going to want to bring, bring her back. Yeah. I think. I don't know why. I mean, it's just a theory, but it's like I don't. I don't believe what everybody wants. Where going into the hex gives you is gonna give you mutant powers, and that's how they're gonna uh, introduce the X Men. Like everybody has to go through the hex to become a mutant. Wolverine is gonna have to go in there, and oh, I got metal claws. Like no, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't buy it because that would mean everyone. Yeah, everyone yeah. in that the, the because that would er- er- that's gonna erase the because x-men have a history like that that they were all that humans were always evolving 
into mutants. And the first mutant was back in the the Egypt uh, the the ancient Egyptian times, and then like stuff like like little things like that. So if Wanda is inventing mutants, then you're gonna delete any mutant that's technically older than Wanda. So there's no Professor X, there's no Wolverine, there's no this. There's a lot of things you wouldn't have. So I, I just don't want that. I mm-hmm. I think it'd be a crazy dark thing if if that because it talked about how her mother had cancer and there's something going on with with Monica Rambo and whenever Captain Marvel is brought up. I don't know if there's bad blood there. Maybe she's upset that, you know, my mom died and you weren't there. You were off and out of space and you never came came back. And maybe Captain Marvel is going to be like, I'm not going to let that happen again. Her daughter got cancer now from this thing and I'm going to save her. I just feel like that's maybe it's a possibility. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm on that spectrum. But that's just me. But I appreciate you guys for for voting on that guy. Uh, All right. Uh, What's next? uh, Speaking of WandaVision. Who will be the big WandaVision cameo uh, Monica Rambeau friend reveal? 52% said Reed Richards. Uh, 20% said a scroll. 17% said Rocket Raccoon. And 11% said Hank McCoy. Do you know who any of these people are? <laughs> I know who Rocket Raccoon is. There you go. Rocket Raccoon. Hank McCoy is another mutant from the X Men, the all blue uh, furry guy scientist. Uh, Reed Richards is from the uh, Fantastic Four. If you watch those Fantastic Four movies, he was okay. the leader of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, Scroll is from Captain Marvel. Those shapeshifter guys. Um, gotcha. Okay, so I have a loose, a loose concept on at least all of those. But I hope it's Rocket Raccoon still. I honestly don't know if it's going to be any of these, but who knows? I don't know if it is. No, I feel like uh, I don't know. I get the feeling. I feel like there's enough going on in universe to bringing in, you know, someone like. Hank McCoy where it's like maybe not a huge name I, I I don't know if they want to get the huh factor for people like me who might not be a huge huge well getting getting uh, Hank McCoy and, and linking it to the X-Men would just confirm that this Pietro that we have that's being played by the guy who played that same character in the X-Men right. universe it would just like see that is the same Pietro from that universe and blah blah so I don't think it's going to be that, but yeah. it would just be too many. It, unless Kevin Feige just wants to just drown the wor- world in nerd sweat, <laughs> but it would just be too much going on. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I feel like they're they're trying to walk that line between like, yeah, you can have your conspiracy theories, but we also need to make this digestible pretty broadly. <laughs> What's his name? Jim from uh, from The Office. What's his name? The, the, uh, John Krasinski. Because every, everybody wants him to play uh uh reed richards uh from the fantastic four him and his wife they want yeah they want them to to play those characters so everybody's wondering if he's gonna come in as reed richards before he becomes mr fantastic from the fantastic four i that would blow the internet up but it would i don't it it would be on that level of of luke skywalker but it's just i don't think it's gonna happen i hope it happens but I, i don't think it's gonna happen all right what's the next one uh, we asked who would be a great fit for the role of electric geeky high school student Virgil Static Shock. Uh, we had 52% liking John Boyega, 31% voted uh, Caleb McLaughlin, and 17% voted for Aubrey Joseph. 
out of those three names, I mean, you, did you ever, you know, you, did you know of the Static Shock cartoon from back in the day? I am not super familiar with Static Shock, no. The, um, I know everybody wants John Boyega to do it. I don't. I just think that his name, Static Shock is a, is a comic book character that was uh, in, uh, invented by a man named Dwayne McDuffel. He's, he's passed away a, lo- a while ago. He invented a, a comic book universe, uh, an all black comic book universe well most of all black superheroes mostly and um and then he got signed with dc comics and then eventually dc comics adopted them and absorbed them into their the dc universe so now all of his creations are officially in the uh in the dc universe so static was his version of like spider it was a young boy who was like a wise cracking like the way spider-man always tells jokes he does the same things but he has electrical powers and and uh everything he even had a Superman type of a character named Icon who had a very interesting uh, background. Imagine if an alien went back or uh, crash landed on Earth and landed in a slave plantation. And and when a, a slave uh, found the, this alien and, and the, the just so the alien would survive, it made itself look like the first thing it saw. So the first person it saw was a slave. So it made himself look like a baby black little baby black boy and he grew up to be a like a superman type of a of a superhero named icon who was also a black conservative so it was, a, it was an interesting little little thing uh but uh, i mean he he oh sorry oh i was just gonna ask so static shock's supposed to be a high school student S- static shock is a high school boy uh and this yeah, i love john boyega i think he's super talented but i think to cast him as a but, high schooler would be yeah well he's uh, he's too, old. too so, old so the the i think the actor one of the actors that was mentioned was the was also the actor from the the short-lived tv series um uh was it um cloak and dagger i don't know if you saw that that tv show but the bo- I think that actor I think it's Kale- Kaleb what is his name? Uh, Static Shock is it Kaleb? Mc- oh no, it was it Aubrey Joseph? Damn it, I don't remember which one it was. But uh, let me look it up real quick. Sorry guys. But yeah, someone someone where you could feasibly get a you know a good five to ten years out of them playing mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Ar- Aubrey Aubrey Joseph was my pick. Mm-hmm. He's younger. He looks like Static, uh, in my opinion, more than anybody else. The other guy, the other actor uh, that was mentioned was the boy, fr- the black boy from um, Netflix's Stranger Things. I mean, oh, also, yeah, I could. S- oh Ka- yeah, Caleb. No, I could see Aubrey Joseph, not knowing it, but just even googling the character. Yeah. And googling Caleb, it. Caleb, and Aubrey would be my pick, but John Baeger is the big name. He so. just he reads a little younger. I know, I know there's not that big an age gap, but he reads a lot younger, I think, than yeah. John Boyega. Plus, I'm a sucker for a good, like, give somebody who's kind of getting some heat, but hasn't had that big shot at a breakout, like, give them something kick-ass like that. I, I always love a good kind of breakout star-making turn. Yeah, so Caleb, Caleb from Stranger Things would probably be more likely to get the role. John Boyega, yeah. it's just that he's done so much with Star Wars, I would just be distracted seeing him as that character. I feel like it partly depends on what they want to do with him because Caleb McLaughlin plays can play very young still. Yeah. Just like all Stranger Things. Right. Uh, it, and then I feel like um Aubrey Joseph. Is that his name? I can't Yeah, Aubrey Joseph could play older, uh, so you he, right. he plays he he would be more like you're you're a you know, a bigger brother playing playing a younger kid. 
I could see him in the movie, but maybe not. So, yeah, you may be right. You may be right. So maybe Caleb yeah. would be the better choice because of the age. But yeah, that's what I think. But not John Boyega. I'm sorry. John Boyega looks like he could be, almost be the dad. <laughs> you know, and again, I like him, but it also just feels like that point of like, no, like I feel like John Boyega is at that point in his career where it's like, no, now you go take like a bunch of like cool indie things and like show us what a good actor yes. you are. Like, I don't feel like he's going to want to jump into like yeah. a big superhero franchise now. But we're, but again, we're doing what we uh, we said we wouldn't do earlier where we're, we're uh, writing the movie in our head. And, <laughs> and right. but but if this is an older static that's in his 20s or 30s, then yeah, maybe John Baker could do it. But I don't want that. That's just me. What's next? <laughs> uh talking about the Joss Whedon allegations. If Joss Whedon were to respond to the allegations against him, what is the likely outcome? 53% said if actors from the MCU accuse him next, that would end his career. 18% said temporarily will lose support. Time goes on, he'll come back. 13% said too many allegations now, he will begin losing more opportunities. 11% said deny any allegation, but still apologize, will save his career. And 5% said a quick apology would have stopped any further damage. Hmm. I don't know. The Joss Whedon one's tricky because I'm not trying in any way to invalidate what anyone is saying against him. I, I, to be clear, I think everybody who's spoken out is incredibly brave. I think what he's done, what is being said is obviously unacceptable behavior, but it's in that weird gray area that I feel like culturally, we are not quite sure what to do with yet. Of like, I, I do. It's not sexual abuse. It's not physical abuse. It's like toxic or bullying behavior. It was yeah, creating a toxic work. It was essentially, I mean, and it was it was emotional abuse, and it was intense bullying, and it was creating a toxic work environment. But those are less tangible things, and I'm not yeah. trying to downplay them. I'm just saying, culturally, I feel like we don't know how to have these conversations and we don't know you know if it's not an easy like oh well that guy never works again it's like does an apology make that okay how many people need to come out before he starts losing work like because these allegations have been around for a hot second now so I, I i honestly don't know and i did see a i did see a pattern there that um because it seemed like he would he would only do it really to the least famous or the least famous people like because uh, you, you weren't going to do that to Henry Cavill and right. Gal Gadot on the rise, or j especially Jason. Jason Momoa seemed like he would punch him in his face right there on the spot. So who's the easiest mark? Ray Fisher. Nobody really knows yeah. who Ray Fisher well, is. I think, unfortunately, just within the way this goes, it, I wonder if there was a degree of if you target these people, they will feel less confident speaking out yeah because if this is like your first big thing and you're not the big name i would imagine as an actor if someone was just creating a really toxic environment i would i could absolutely see going well what do i do i speak up and then i get fired and then that's my career yeah and I read that there was somebody that I don't know that if they work for josh or not uh, was saying something like he gets he gets a rush out of you know picking on you know people like that it's funny to him and if that's true yeah. i mean like that's just freaking crazy no, that's that's definitely the vibe he, i've got who know he, his excuse could be i do this to these young actors who aren't that famous yet to get the best performance out of them he might come up with some but he's probably not gonna right. say and i mean no we've had people like you know we've had 
freaking Hitchcock and Kubrick yeah. and some of the greatest directors of all time are like, well, cruel to be kind. I'm giving these incredible performances, even if I'm scarring people for life. Right. Wasn't <laughs> so that on The Shining? Yes. Didn't that happen on The Shining, that take with the door? Didn't they do that like a billion times? Uh, the, the I think it was the scene on the staircase. I just actually read there's a really interesting... Uh, article where the 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 journalist uh went out to where uh shelly duvall's living and and had a chat with her yeah if you get a chance i recommend it it's very interesting and very sad what the, the industry kind of how it kind of chewed her up and spit her out best thing for for josh i mean is this is i mean sarah michelle uh, geller's uh statement is what did the most damage even though she yeah even no again she, unfortunately you listen to the bigger stars who are speaking up over you know yeah. there's an element of like i don't really know who charisma carpenter is until this story came out and it's like that shouldn't invalidate her experience right the, the, the way she said it i i'm i'm proud of what i did with buffy summers i don't want to be associated with his name ever again i without saying it she said it, oh man it was that, that's not what he needed so even if Josh, I think Josh Whedon is smart enough not to comment. He's probably just going to lay low. But what what uh, he's already losing um, directing gigs uh, from this. I mean, he's I mean, he's a millionaire. He'll be fine. Uh, but but if he wants to continue working, it's going to be a long time if that ever happens again. He's going to probably have to do some soul searching um, if the, if all this stuff is true. But who knows? Let us know what you guys think about it. Was that the uh, that was the was that the last one or was there more? Uh, we have two more. Okay. Uh, powering through, sponsored by Movie Burner Entertainment on YouTube. Should the Snyder Cut of Justice League also go to theaters worldwide as well as streaming on HBO Max? Twenty-five percent said no, HBO Max only. Twenty-six percent said it should have a theatrical release first, and forty-eight percent said both. Shout out to the Movie Burners uh, Entertainment. I've been lately. I've been watching their uh, their live streams and uh, bombarding them with a bunch of crazy questions, just messing with them and uh, stuff. I've also told them that these guys need to. Um, are they Scottish? I think they're Scottish. I don't know uh, how how well I'll be able to handle the deep accent, and they're probably going to say the same thing about me. Like, what what accent? We, you're the one with the accent, fella. That's probably what they would say to me. And you guys tell me if the, if my Scottish, Scottish impersonation. By way of India, but all right. I would no, no. I said fella. I didn't. What what are you talking about? I didn't do it. <laughs> I thought I thought I was doing a perfect Scottish accent, fella. <laughs> All right, we're offending so many people at once. I am a oh damn it! I thought I was nailing it, man. Now my confidence went. Pew! Uh, but those guys are, are great. I mean, uh, the the production on their on their channel is great. So shout out to those guys. And I asked uh, asked him on his live stream. I said, "Can I use this question uh, mm -hmm. on on our uh, we got your vote uh, segment?" He said, "Yeah." Uh, he he actually said, "Oh yeah, go 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 ahead." Go it's it's Chris. It's Chris, isn't it? All right, we're gonna we're gonna move past that. So uh <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think both both is kind of the correct Yeah. Option. Both, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But I the reason why they brought it up was because it's not available in the uh, they don't have HBO Max where where they're yeah. from. So they definitely want it to come out in theaters. Uh, for for the so uh, HBO Max isn't available overseas, so that's I didn't know that. I thought I, I thought they rolled out HBO Max. Release is, is feasible. 
So yeah. I don't know. So I hope it. I hope it does come out in theaters because I know. I know they're excited on seeing it. They want to see the Snyder Cut too. So yeah. So hopefully they do release it in theaters out there. So um, I think both would make sense in my opinion because it's, it's a it's a director's cut. So, but I if, if though, like I could see them just being like, we're not going to re-release this as the director's cut. It goes to HBO Max. If they should figure out something, honestly, HBO Max just needs to get its life together slightly. <laughs> there's a there's a rumor going around that Warner Brothers is still kind of you know because Warner Brothers and Snyder had like a, a falling apart. And it was is a, a, a miracle that they even greenlit this, but they don't want it they because they didn't Warner Brothers didn't promote it on their social media. Yeah, yeah, uh, I could actually now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of was thinking about it as its own release, but as a director's cut, I feel like a theatrical release, especially given the time period, is just like it wouldn't it wouldn't make that much. Money. Me personally, I would go see it in the theaters because it looks crazy so i would i I would but i'm probably of a very small minority yeah, but yeah, but overseas yes but um but yeah that's that's how we feel so yeah burner guy uh uh movie burner guys uh movie burner entertainment hopefully like i said we're we're planning on doing some uh collabs so uh hopefully maybe you'll see us on their channel and or definitely on, on ours but we're, we're we're still in the talks of trying to make that happen so, so sometime in the future we'll make that happen all right, what's the uh, the next one? And our last question, we were discussing if you could see any movie from any era on the big screen with a packed audience, what movie would you pick? Uh, the top pick was Jurassic Park. Uh, second place, we got a lot of Empire Strikes Back, Terminator 2, and Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it was like a lot of I time. I feel like Jurassic Park is like, there's not a right answer to this question, but yeah. Jurassic Park is the right answer. Yeah. If you, uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember if I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters. I remember when it came, when it finally came out on VHS. Mm-hmm. A teacher showed us. I was in elementary school or middle school, and they sh- and they showed us <laughs> in school. I think the teacher wanted to see it more than we did. Traumatizing. All right. But, but uh, it was it was great. I remember that. I think I remember seeing something, hearing something like Steven Spielberg was afraid to release this on VHS because he thought it was so realistic that families couldn't handle it, or something like that. But it's uh, pretty good. I actually just watched it um, maybe like six months ago for the first time, and it holds up. It is still scary. It is still fun. And and you did not record yourself watching it. I'm sorry, I, I do actually, uh, it was a date night uh, and I do need to do things that I don't record just for my own sanity. Oh, sorry okay. about that. Fine. I'm, I'm working on this thing called Boundaries. Uh, I'm not <laughs> it, but uh, I'm liking it so far. Yeah, Chris, uh, no matter how much you beg, you're not going to put like a voyeur cam in my house. It's not happening. Like, damn it. Okay. Not living that Kardashian life quite yet. Like, right, like, like you, but they're going to need a lot more money before I give up all my privacy. Speaking about Kardashian, Cam, it does like look with the background that you have, it does look like you're in that privacy booth where you get to vent. <laughs> I just feel like Kendall or Kylie because I cannot tell them apart even after. I read a lot of BuzzFeed articles <laughs> to try to remember which one's which. Kendall and Kylie look the same to me. I- they do. They're the same person. <laughs> one has a baby, and one has lip fillers. But I think that's the same person. How, how does Bill Burr? Bill Burr always does an impression of them. I feel like for me, everything is about them. I feel like for me, 
They begin every sentence with that. Speaking about what's going on in the capital, I just feel like for me that right. yeah, it's all it's always about them. But uh, that that was it. That was the last one. Right? No, I agree. I, I think Jurassic Park. That's a, that's a that's a good one. That was that was an event. Not even my personal pick, but like the right pick. <laughs> yeah, that uh, maybe it's me Star Wars or Titanic. I boycotted watching I Titanic. Did- I, I didn't see Titanic when it came out because I was a little young. And then I, when it came out in 3D, I was like, there's ever a time I'm going to sit through this damn thing. And I really enjoyed it. I was glad I saw it on the big screen. I, I remember in the movie theater that it stayed packed weeks and weeks and weeks after it released. It was just building and building momentum. And it was, I don't know how many months it was after the movie came out. And I remember looking inside of a movie theater and it was packed. That movie, yeah. that movie was huge. So that was that's something I probably wish I would have watched like week one or week two when it was still kind of empty in the theaters. Next year, that's behind you. Oh, yeah, nobody like like breathing out my neck about Leonardo DiCaprio, how cute he was, and all that. <laughs> I could have absorbed all the Leo for myself, but uh, <laughs> but that's it, guys. I appreciate you guys uh, for. Uh, contributing to the the polls and and in, uh, in the community tab and and uh, getting. Uh, becoming involved with all the uh, the questions that we uh, that we po- uh, we post. Check out uh, those every week on our YouTube channel, and uh, we like I said, we, you'll you'll see your votes and uh, contributions to everything right here on our "We Got Your Vote" segment. So, without further ado, let uh, let me sign off, or so we can herp and, and quickly record our uh, after dark segment here, uh, real quick. Uh, I know uh, it's it's gonna get a little raunchy, so we can't we can't have that on the live stream, guys. So I uh, appreciate uh, you, Amy. If you don't, let's let's sign off on this one real quick. If they want to find you online, where can the people out there find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Amy. Words. I'm on Instagram. I'm gonna try that one more time. I'm on Instagram at Amy Newman. Is this? Did I spell I'm it? On correct? Twitter at Amy underscore and underscore Newman. <laughs> Come watch my journey as I learn how to point. Uh, come check that out. Uh, come check out your biggest fan season one on YouTube now. I'm in it. I wrote it. It's all right. There you go. See, <laughs> yep. Finally, right? Yeah, she she finally remembered to uh the, to announce the uh, the YouTube channel. And you guys, you know, you can find me if you want to uh, follow uh, us here on on Talk to the Media. Thank you guys. I'm just gonna say thank you guys for for watching the show. Don't forget, you can become a supporter of our channel by uh, subscribing right here, hitting the like button, and uh, always put in the box letting us know what you guys think on movie topics or any of the training topics that we talk about we because you know we want to hear them you can also become a member of our, our channel for our after dark or uh, things that we don't really talk about on the live stream stuff because uh, a little bit too grown up uh and also if you want to be- support the channel by becoming a patron look uh, for us there and uh maybe if you have any questions uh, that you want to submit to us for us to talk about on we got your mail and we got your vote uh send it to us uh at our on our social medias or right here on any uh video that you see on the uh the YouTube channel. I'm Chris Fagan. You can find me at Chris Fagan 1980 on Twitter and on Instagram. And until next time guys, talking through the medias was brought to you in front of a live studio audience of proud people who know their ABCs, by the way. 
Oh, and by the way, before I let you go, next week expect there will be uh, look out for the uh, new uh, the New York horror TV X Files fanatic, the improv comic uh, Loris uh, Fatal. She might be joining uh, joining us on our every month. We have someone join us here on the the main show, so we're uh, we're scheduling for her to to join us next week. So look out for her if you are a follower of hers. So until next time, guys, peace. If you like what you saw, make sure to subscribe to the channel and please drop a like on this video. It really does help us. Also, don't forget you can turn on notifications so you don't miss a single review, react, why is that trending, or we got your mail.